Welcome back to the WREM Morning Show. Joining me in the studio this morning, I've got Dustin Zimmerman, Director of Financial Aid at Carl Samer College. How you doing, Dustin? I'm good. Thanks for having me out today. You bet. The uh, weather has wreaked havoc with schools, haven't they? Oh, absolutely. And then on top of Sandburg having some cancellations, uh, I have a child in the Galesburg Public Schools, and I have a one-year-old who's in daycare, so... Lots of schedules to juggle with right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how'd the first semester go? Pretty good. Yeah, fall good. went pretty well. Fall was my first semester at Sandberg. I started in July um, and then became the director in October. So luckily, I mean, everything went pretty smoothly. Good. There's not people banging down the door yet, so I think we're doing all right. You're right. And enrollment, and enrollment is looking good this year. So That's, uh, that's a good place to start, really. Uh, yeah. t- tell the folks about yourself a little bit. Okay, so I've been working in financial aid for about 15 years now. Um, started pretty much right out of college, even though, as we discussed off air, uh, my degree was in radio television, and then somehow wound up going into <laughs> higher higher education instead. Um, but now, yeah, we're just trying to get the word out about the FAFSA, the free application for federal student aid being released after a delay this year. <laughs> Great. Always, it's always something, right? Yeah, well, normally it's like clockwork. Yeah. Normally, yeah. the past couple of years, it's been October 1st. It's ready to go. But uh, they passed some legislation for FAFSA simplification, um, which pushed back our processing times. And this year, the application didn't open until, I think, officially December 29th. I, uh, uh, I, had, I had two kids who went to college. Uh, one went to Sandburg, and then, and then one, one stayed in town here uh, and went to Mom at the college. But I remember uh, my wife and I, on back when it was... Uh, January 1st for the FAFSA. Yep. We were at home celebrating New Year's Eve, and as soon as the clock hit, we would start doing the FAFSA thing. Yep, and that used to be it, and that was pretty similar this year. This year I did, I because they had some delays. They're doing a soft launch that's still kind of active, but now the application is generally available from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., whereas before it was just pockets here and there. Um because I got just happened to refresh the page on New Year's Eve this year, <laughs> so you can tell the exciting things I was up to, yeah. <laughs> um, and was able to complete mine. But yeah, where it used to be January 1st, it's now October 1st is the regular, and they have said going forward that it should be October 1st this year, this calendar year, and going forward. Is that better in your, in your mind? Oh, the, the October, October 1st and January 1st? Oh, the October 1st is much better. Um, with... with Sandburg and other community colleges, it isn't as big because we generally get our awards out the same time anyway. But especially for our private colleges in the area, Knox and Monmouth, um, they like to get their financial aid packages out as early as possible because they want those sure. decisions by May sure. 1st. So that gives them, what, two more months? Yeah, makes sense. Makes Three sense. more months. Um, for folks listening that maybe have young children, don't have kids in college yet, uh, mm-hmm. what is FAFSA? So the FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. It is the federal application. So it's for uh, the Pell Grant, federal student loans. Um, it also applies for all of the state grants, like the Illinois MAP Grant. Um, and then on top of it, a lot of colleges will use that for all of their institutional aid also. So even if you don't think you're going to qualify for Pell Grants and the need-based aid, it's still important to get it in so that schools have that once they're going to college. Yeah, and, and you talked about the new FAFSA. What, what's all that entail? Yeah, so the new FAFSA, they passed FAFSA simplification to try to cut down on the number of questions because I think most people, when they think of the FAFSA, I'm sure you doing it as well, 
it was a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. It gets very complicated. Um, And one of the things they have now done, the big part of the legislation was they signed an agreement with the IRS. (laughs) So now they do not ask any of those income tax questions that used to be there. Um, You have to have an FSA ID, which is your account to get into the FAFSA and sign into the federal student aid website. You absolutely have to have that. You have to be able to have it to sign the form. Um, And when you do that, you also have to consent now when you fill out the FAFSA that, hey, it's okay to look at my IRS records. It automatically imports all of your IRS data, and you don't even see it. It doesn't even ask you the questions anymore. Nice. Yes. So all it asks is a few asset questions, which families should have. Sure. It'll ask... The one odd one that I think is still in there is that it asks about an IRA or pension rollover because that's not indicated on your taxes. You would know if it's a rollover or not. Right, right, right. Again, that's pretty limited. Um, But, yeah, it is massively cut down. I would say most people now can complete their portion of it in 15 minutes or less. I know you would see see folks on social media, oh, it's FAFSA FAFSA time. And, and they would have stuff spread out all over their kitchen table or dining room table getting ready to do it. Yes. And I would say, because um, we have had some FAFSA events and we have some coming up, um, it used to be a big thing where we'd have to warn everybody, like, bring your tax forms, bring everything you can. You still have to have, know quite a bit of information. Sure. Um, it is different this year in that parents and students don't fill it out together anymore. A student would fill out their portion, and then a parent will then get an email to go be a contributor. Oh, okay. So sure, that's different. So they both have an FSA ID. But, yeah, you you don't have to have your tax forms in front of you anymore, which is nice. So if you, you know, are filling it out online, if you come to a FAFSA completion event hosted by us or anybody else, um, if you just happen to stop in, because we do FAFSA completion and office too, um, you don't have to bring a giant stack of paperwork with you anymore. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, any, any tips for folks out there listening? Maybe they haven't, this is their first maybe child going to college and, and some tips that it was, I remember with my first son, we, we were blind to this whole, this whole situation. We were learning on the go and it would have been great to have some tips, maybe going any tips from some folks. The first one I can say is just try to get in there and complete it as early as you can. Um, Because for processing, especially when schools have certain deadlines, a lot of them will use that FAFSA filing date. And then even if you have to make corrections or do something to it later, um, we are going to use that first date that it got submitted. That's generally what the federal government and the state government from app grants are looking at. Yeah, Um, especially because the state has said that their first priority date for map grant funding this year is February 1st which seems incredibly soon considering the application just opened, but it's still better to get that in as soon as possible. Um, And then also like right now, if you submit your FAFSA as early as possible, like I'm saying, I then also have to tell you then be patient. (laughs) It can even up and wait. That's the old saying, hurry up to wait. Even in normal times, it can take like a week for a school to get that FAFSA data before you hear from them. So just because you submitted it and you get the email that says it's been processed doesn't mean the school has brought it in and done their part right, yet. Right. Um, but especially this year, I'm saying hurry up, make sure to get it in by February 1st. Oh, but also we aren't even getting FAFSA data yet at the school level. Um, we're hoping that will start late January. <laughs> nice, nice. So, so go ahead and get it done. And if you already have it done, great. Just be patient. Schools will be are waiting on that information themselves now. So. 
Yeah, but the key is get that thing in as soon as possible. Uh, yes. Um, using that early date, I, I guess I didn't know that. That's a pretty good, pretty good tip, too, right there, that they'll use that first date that you submitted. Yep, so again, even if you have to make corrections. So if you're – the other thing, it's always seems scary because they always put in that language about um, – if this information's correct, you can be fined and put in prison. Uh, I still haven't met anybody <laughs> who's had that. I haven't talked to anybody uh, behind bars. No, not anybody. No, there's yeah. been a few cases we've set where people were being intentional about it. But sure. if you unintentionally are getting things wrong, that's fine. And that's why I would say even if you're – so obviously call like a financial aid office. You can call us if you have questions. Um, but just get it completed. It brings us to our next uh, next topic. Um, Sandberg can help you out. Give give your office a call. We can. Um, we do free assistance for everybody. We don't care if you're coming to Sandberg. We'd love for you to come to Sandberg, sure. obviously. Sure. Um, but no matter where you're going. Well, that's if, pretty neat. Yeah. If you're local and in the area, um, you can set an appointment. You can come into the office. Um, or we will meet via Zoom also uh, during normal business hours. Um, and we'll help you get that completed. Um and local school districts can also get a hold of us if they want us to come in and meet with their students. Uh, I also have that I wanted to give a shout-out to. to um, her name is Sage Lundquist with the Illinois Student Assistance Commission. She's part of their ISAT Corps program. So they specifically go out and meet one-on-one -on -one with families and work with the high school districts. They are also great. They are experts at the FAFSA as well. Um, but I just wanted to give them a shout-out. I was a member of that program. Oh, so. then sure, you have to. Then, right? <laughs> you have to. You have to. Um, well, I think that's a great, I think it's a great service that you folks are providing that even if you're not going to Sandberg, but please still go to Sandberg, <laughs> but, but you're, you're providing help. That's pretty neat. It really is. Yeah. I mean, we generally in financial aid, if you get a hold of anybody who works in there, we're going to help you. Obviously we want you to come to our school and most of the information we're going to have for after the process is going to be from us, but all of us would be more than happy to help you. Complete your FAFSA. Uh, it, it it can be kind of scary. I remember again with with our with our oldest son, we were heard all about this FAFSA. And we were just completely freaked out. The second child was a little easier. At least we knew what to expect, and it seems like they're making it easier as well. So that, I mean, that's great news. They are. It is much easier. I will admit. Um, please just send positive vibes to <laughs> financial aid administrators. The changes on the back end for us are not as nice right now, just because. Yeah. It's kind of flipped years of work that we've done. So we're all working through it. I think it'll be great moving forward. Um, but, yeah, I'm asking, just be patient with us this year. We're yeah. all working through it together, and that's why I feel like we're all on a level playing field this year. Normally it feels like we know everything that's happening, and families seem a little confused. Instead, we're all just all over the place there this year. Go. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Even playing field. We're all confused. Yeah. Uh, anything else on behalf of the uh, financial aid office at Sandberg? That's the that would be the big one. Again, we'd, we'd love to hear for it, man. We'd love to help you out if you want to come in. Um, I guess I'll give our contact information. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Yep. Good job. <laughs> uh, you can always give us a call at 309-341-5283. Uh, you can email us at finaid at sandberg.edu um, or on the web we're sandberg.edu slash finaid, and we have more information than you can probably handle on that website. So. That's good. That's good for folks. And again, for folks that like my wife and I, who are totally confused the first time around, the more information, the better. Yes. And we have plenty of it. So the good news, I can say, if you talk to uh, anyone else in our office, 
They're probably really great. I have to remind myself all the time to hold back a little bit. <laughs> I probably give a little more than than needed sometimes. So, well, that's uh, too much information is not a thing, right? <laughs> Most of the time. I Most guess. of the time. Yes. All right, Dustin. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thanks for all the work you guys are doing at Sandberg uh, to make this process much easier. Because honestly, it, it it freaks out a lot of parents for sure. But it's not that bad, folks. If, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And it's, it is. It is much improved. It's going to be a lot better. Awesome. All right, Dustin, we'll see you soon. Have a, have a great second, uh, second half of the school year at Sandberg. Yeah, thank you very much. That's Dustin Zimmerman. He's the Director of Financial Aid at Carl Sandberg College here on The Morning Show. We'll be back.